Chapter 6 Fragrances of a Sunday Trisha He opened the door of the bedroom, where I was curled up in bed with a book that had transported me to another world. Even before I had raised my head from the pages of the book I was engrossed in, the mixture of fragrances hit me, hit me hard. Instead of looking at him, I closed my eyes and took a deep breath to inhale the intoxicating mix of smells emanating from him. The first to charm my sense of smell was the fragrance of the residue particles of cinnamon, cardamom and cloves he had powdered. Another second passed and I was sure he had laboured over first peeling and then grinding garlic cloves with several half-inch slices of ginger. Almost at once, my nostrils found themselves in a chaotic mix of aromas. I was sure that he had been playing with green chilies, cumin seeds, black peppercorns, curry leaves, a hint of mint and a handsome portion of coriander leaves. I loved Sundays. Sundays stood for freedom from the kitchen. They meant a day where I could cheat on him with a book. They were my chance of being pampered. He cooked on Sundays. He created a mess in the kitchen but never bothered me with the cleaning. He argued with the maid and then charmed her. Insisted she taste his experiments. He would beam with pride if she approved and would sulk for a minimum of 15 minutes if her response was anything less than enthusiastic. The fragrance brought me back to my beautiful Sunday and reminded me that a treat suitable for a gourmet waited me. I opened my eyes to see a tired-looking him enter the room. But he was smiling, happy with the result of his efforts. His forehead was beaded with tiny droplets of sweat giving it a shine that only hard work and being pleased with what one has done bring. His t-shirt, once white, was now a translucent mass over his sweaty body with stains of turmeric decorating it in no particular pattern. I could see that the turmeric stains had made their way to his back over his left shoulder. I could not help but chuckle at the thought that he was very flexible to have achieved that. I also simultaneously wondered how he managed the feat and which step in cooking the feast had required him to move in that manner. He gave me a bright smile, happy with the fact that just his entry in the room had had the stop what you're doing impact on me. He nodded his head in the direction of the kitchen, encouraging me to go, inspect and then lavishly praise his endeavour. This had become our Sunday ritual. I would shower him with heavy praise and he, on his part, would in turn blush and boast about his masterpiece. The burnt edges of the dish prepared, a little unevening seasoning or even a dash of extra spices that ensured my nose transformed into a tunnel for the running mucus did not alter the course of my praises or his reactions to my compliments. Today, he smelled extra nice. So nice, in fact, that rather than igniting my appetite for the meal he had laboured to prepare, took a step back to my raging appetite for him. I just wanted to ravage him. Turmeric smeared on his forehead and on the centre of his back him. The smelling of cinnamon him and the jeweled with sweat beads him. I knew just what to do to communicate my need to him. I knew that a slight tilt of my head and a smile, which almost not completely, just almost made my eyes invisible over my rising cheek cushions, would stop him in his tracks. 
He would even, after so many months of being with me, wait to ensure that he had not misread the signal. His shoulders would not remain relaxed anymore. He would stand a little straighter, more alert, almost like a hunter dog, his jaw clenched and the hair on his arms standing up with anticipation, waiting for the next signal before pouncing on the prey, me. The signal could be anything. I could stop smiling and stare at him intently. I could invite him by just blinking ever so slowly. I could close my eyes and take a deep breath in. I could drop my hand and move my palm on the bed suggestively, telling him I wanted him to come next to me. Or I could simply tell him what I needed. All of these could have worked like magic. And all this could have happened in fractions of a second. We could be tossing on the bed, ruffling the bedsheet in the process. Our eager hands and feet caressing each other, taking us both to a state of frenzy. In my mind's eye, I could see the entire afternoon utilized in a fruitful way. And then, exhausted, we would have welcomed the evening, lying in bed, skin to skin and our fingers playing with each other's. The conversation, incoherent, interspersed with light kisses on my forehead and his chin, teasing each other about everything under the sun and nothing in particular. But that goofy smile made me rethink my urge to prioritize sex over food. I knew he would reprimand me later for deciding to choose food over a leisurely, passionate hour in bed. But I also knew that ignoring his labor of love would have him heartbroken for at least a couple of seconds. And since it was Sunday, I was in no mood to work even that extra bit. So, I smiled. I carefully placed the bookmark between the folds of the pages. I stretched my hands to reach him, waited for him to stride towards me in a couple of steps and take my hand as I hopped out of the cozy bed and walked into the kitchen and into my own lovely world. My world filled with fragrances of cinnamon, coriander and crushed garlic cloves.